Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, happy 2022. It is a new year. Hopefully, you're making a new you. New year, new you. I hope that's uh, part of your plan. If it's not, you may want to sit down and think about it. I know a lot of people are against New Year resolutions. Um, But it is a nice mark in the calendar to start something new. Um, You certainly could start any time you wanted to, to, you know, lose a little weight, go back to school, change your attitudes toward work, your kids, your spouse, life, the world, Um, pick up a book change your personality the one thing about humans is we do have the capacity to change now that takes time that takes work Um, you have a bad habit that's really a neurological thing that habit you have your viewpoint if you will that viewpoint is wired into your brain so even if you think i'm unbiased i'm you know blah 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 you have unconscious biased that will always run in the background until it's replaced by a different program. And it's not easy to replace it. The concept of replacing it is simple. The task is hard. It's not complicated. You just have to put a new one there and do it over and over again. And that takes a lot of grunt work. It takes a lot of mental work. It takes a lot of preparation. But I was thinking about that, you know, over the last couple years, because we have this pandemic and how, you know, we've gone through a societal, you know, delusional psychosis of, you know, now we have the uh, variant is uh, mutated mild and people are scared and you have TV saying, you got to be worried, you got to be worried. And I'm like, wait a minute. And COVID did certainly, you know, go through some family members and it was uh, mild. Um, And I know some family members and some friends and some colleagues that uh, were vaccinated, got boosted, and they still got it. Because, of course, they're getting vaccinated with an mRNA um, therapy that helps your body produce antibodies to a viral glycoprotein that doesn't exist anymore. I'll say it again. You're getting boosted. You're getting injected with mRNA for a glycoprotein that's already mutated and changed. So structurally, the lock and key is a little different. Now, sometimes if you jiggle that key a little bit, you can get it to work. But come on now, guys. You know that there's a problem here. So, again, I can't believe people will go on with, oh, we need a fourth booster, a fifth booster. I'm like, they're just trying to get rid of their stockpile. I'm waiting for common sense to to kick in. But again, the reason why common sense hasn't kicked in may be because everyone has to be right. They're so far down the rabbit hole that they can't find their way out. They have so much invested in being correct, even though when they come out and say something that six months later turns out not to be correct, they have to hold on to it. You know, the president says, just get these vaccines, you won't get COVID. Six months later, oh, you you can get COVID, but you have to get boosted. Now there's people that are boosted that are still getting COVID. 
well, technically it's not COVID. It's 229E hybrid with Delta, but that's okay. So, you know, we can't talk about the truth because no one's paying attention to the truth. But I wanted to cover why people have to be right. I mean, people, you look up in the air and someone says the sky is blue. No, it's red. It's purple. It's polka dot. It, you know, it, it's like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. And why do they stamp their foot in the presence of evidence, any evidence? And why do they have to be right? Why does your ego have to be stronger than reality? Why do people have to be correct? Well, first... It's a, you know, a common belief that is a mask for insecurity. So a lot of times it's insecure that you build up this imagined person. Like say someone says that this human, you know, your hero, your heroine, your person that you look up to, you know, they're fantastic. They're a good person and evidence presented that they're not. They present that the president is this way, or the senator is this way, or the mayor is this way, or your sports hero is this way, or your boss is this way, or your coworker, your family member is this way. And there's evidence. No, that can't be right. You, you have an insecurity, you know, and that insecurity, you know, becomes destructive because you hold on to beliefs that are not true. There's plenty of red flags. We see this in relationships all the time where you have an abusive spouse, abusive partner, abusive significant other, and whether that's emotional, um, physical, whatever. They're abusive and people stay in it because they only want to see the bright spots, the good things. And we've all done it, but that there's an insecurity there. We want to be right that this person is a good person for us. We want to be correct. We want to be correct that this is the way to go that you know COVID is dangerous because you know I have all this evidence that it is well that you're only paying attention to the evidence that shows it is how about read you know a medical or scientific journal or scientific book and not TV and you'd be shocked you would be really shocked because people aren't reading it they'd read one or two and like oh okay no read one or two every day and then see what happens. So the reason people have to be right about whatever it is, it's an inborn insecurity that helps build up their own character. So that's something to think about. I mean, it's, it'll blow your mind. So what would be the second thing? Well, you know, it's perception. The second thing is we don't want to perceive someone as our enemy when they really are. We like our perceptions. We like our worldview, okay? We like how things look. This person, this is black, this is white. You know, my parents are good. Uh, my family members are, are okay. This religion's perfect. It can't be bad. So our perceptions of the world around us are based on beliefs. And we want them to be correct. We want to believe CNN is not going to fill us a line of garbage. We want to believe that NBC has investigative reporters and is investigating the news and not trying to sell us a, a line. They, they don't have a secret agenda. But guess what? And I'm not saying these things are, are true or not true. But we set up our world based on perceptions. 
Well, it's all false because it's never 100% correct. You do not have good enough vision, enough brain power to see angles of every relationship, of everything around you. So you may believe in a philosophy or whatever and hold on to it. And you put those people around you that may believe it. Well, that's, you're, you're going into a dark hole that way. You know, if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. That's because you're hanging out with dogs. If you hang around people that are alcoholics, guess what? Alcohol is okay. Get it? So your worldview, you don't want to move your worldview and change that. That's a big deal because that's where your identity is in the group you hang out. Why do we always have to be right? Well, third, admitting wrong in the workplace or in a societal relationship can have devastating consequences. You could get fired um, if you were wrong about something. If you say that you did something incorrectly, you were judged. You could say, wow, I picked the wrong person for that business relationship, that spouse, that, you know, whatever it was, and it was my fault 100%. Not placing blame on the other person. You chose them. You walked into it fully awake. Well, guess what? If we want, if we don't want to be wrong all the time, you will say you were correct, which is a delusion. As humans, we're wrong the majority of time. If we weren't, we could go to Vegas with a quarter and come back in a month or two with millions of dollars. If you were right, every bet you placed. We're not. Vegas, the world goes around on the, the, the faulty parts of the human um, psyche. We are always wrong the majority of the time because we can't get it completely right, at least 51% of the time. Knowing that is the basis of science, always investigating, always pushing forward. Well, the reason we always want to be correct is it can have dramatic consequences. You can get fired. You can lose your relationship. The fourth reason we always have to be right is one that really, you know, gets my hairs on end on my forearm is intellectual elitism. I went to this school. I have this degree. I have this. Or you don't have a good enough degree. You can't be right. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I don't care when you got your MD, PhD. If you haven't read about coronaviruses, you don't know anything about them. If you haven't worked with them, you don't know anything about them. No, no one argues that if you haven't put a roof on a house and know anything about roofing, you don't know anything about it. No one argues that, right? But they will about related subjects. Guess what? You, it's that intellectual elitism. I have this degree. I went to this school. I went to college. You know, I finished high school. Whatever it is that really drives me crazy. Because I'll be quite honest with you, a lot, a lot of my education continued after chiropractic or graduate school. I continued to read. I continued to study. I continued to continue my education. I studied subjects that, that most chiropractors didn't. I continued my education. I do every day. Now, that doesn't make me an intellectual elite because I'm pretty humble about it, except for this pandemic when everyone just got hoodwinked. Sorry, it's dangerous to a very select group demographically. And we should have been studying that and protecting the weak and the frail and the vulnerable. But we didn't. 
we ran around thinking that if we covered with masks, we'd slow it down. Has it slowed anything down? No. Sit back and look at it objectively. You've been wrong. You've been incorrect. 100%. Guess what? No change. No change. I, I don't care if they admit they're wrong. Just change your direction. I don't care if you want to say you know which direction you're going. Pull over and get on the right exit. Get some directions. But they won't do it. It's that intellectual elitism that will lead you down the path. And that goes for anything. It could be religious. It could be spiritual. It could be say, I think I know what's best for me in the whole world. Not true. Not true at all. We don't know that. And a lot of times, some of the beliefs you've had your entire life are 180 degrees in the wrong direction. They're 100% incorrect. And that blows my mind. The Wizard of Oz is a wonderful tale. It's a wonderful book. It's actually a series of books. But the original movie that was done, where in the end they realized the wizard was a fantasy made by some guy who got lost in his balloon. And he was behind a curtain. Remember that? Controlling all the dials and the bells and the whistles and the smoke and the fire that created the wizard. And he kept yelling, don't look at the man behind the curtain. And the wizard really was a fantasy between the ears of Dorothy, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow. Because of the sensory information they were getting, they saw a big illusion, the fire, the smoke, the wizard's big head yelling and booming. So they believed it. Instead of looking around and saying, wait a minute, what's behind the curtain? He has no power. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. So please understand that if you can take a practical look at it, a lot of your beliefs may be incorrect. <laughs> It'll keep you from getting your brain kicked later in life. And lastly, there's a huge one that I haven't considered until the last few years, especially the last two years, is the mental health side of it. Some people have a mental health condition that keeps them keeps them that they have to be right. They're borderline sociopaths, narcissists. They, you know, their, their mind and life is plain and predictable. And they're the center of their own world. Even though they can come off looking like a great person, great whatever they do, they, there's some narcissism there where they can't admit they're wrong. One of the most mature things I've ever learned and try to practice every day is that being a human, I could be completely incorrect about a situation. And if I'm incorrect about the situation, I have to look at it two or three ways. I call it the Sherlock Holmes method. If you ever read any of Sherlock Holmes books, they show you that he would always look at it at a situation, a mystery, a death he had to solve, a murder he had to solve, a crime he had to solve. He always looked at it from two or three different angles. Even if it was improbable, even if it's something totally out of the box that he would never thought of. And once you rule out every possible, you know, probability, the one that is left no matter how improbable or ridiculous, is the truth. 
and no one's applying that today. Well, maybe a few of us are. That goes for the right and left. That goes from, for the crazy people that are saying it's a conspiracy, conspiracy. And it also goes for, you know, no, just trust the government and Dr. Fauci and everybody else. Blah. Reality, as you know, is probably somewhere in the middle. It is probably somewhere in the middle, and that's what we want to look at. What are we doing with that? Reality is probably in the middle between the two extremes of your view. That means you're probably partially right and partially wrong. Now, we all know that that is correct, that that probably holds true most of the time. Why we're not doing it during these last two years, I don't know. Everyone's polarized. Try to take a look from all sides of it. It will keep you healthy and keep you from having a stomach ulcer, from worry. And this has been another Fact Podcast.